This guy can talk, but he also loves to listen. This is The Golden Mean with Michael Golden. I've known Declan Levy since, literally since he was a baby, not to, not to embarrass him, but uh, he is a reporter and anchor now at WXOW in La Crosse, Wisconsin, sports and news. He's been there 10 months. He's just launched his local news career, and he's way ahead of where I was when I got out of Indiana University at the age of 22. His father is Doug Levy, one of my closest friends in the world. So I have known Declan literally his whole life, and he is coming to me from La Crosse, Wisconsin. He's actually got a day off today, so he's not in the newsroom uh, where things are a little crazy with everything going on in the country with the coronavirus and so forth. But I'm thrilled to have my friend Declan Levy join me for a conversation. How you doing out there? Goldie, I'm doing great. Amidst all this craziness outside, it's great to be inside talking to you. You know what? I'm so, okay. I got to start. I got to start by quoting a great line. I hope you wrote this in your bio, just to give people a little background, but also a flavor uh, for your writing and where you're at. Quote, after graduating with a BA in broadcast journalism and sports studies, Levy is looking forward to transitioning away from the cornfields and into the dairy land. That... <laughs> That is fabulous. You go from uh, you go from Iowa City to La Crosse, Wisconsin, uh, to WXOW. I thought it was an O and O, an ABC O and O, but I think it's Quincy Media that owns it now. So you've been there ten months. Let, let let's let's start from the beginning. How how you had a couple offers from television stations coming out of school, and you were dying to do sports, and you took a news gig in lacrosse La and you started loving and covering the news right away even though sports is your concentration talk about your experience there so far yeah so i did have a i was fortunate to have a, a few offers but really what drove me to lacrosse was the opportunity to get into sports and i mean getting a sports job in local news is just so hard to do because there's just so little jobs in that area um so i knew that there was an opportunity to get in that little sector here in lacrosse and the station that i'm working with really does value sports in a time where a lot of news stations don't really anymore so that was a huge attraction uh, but i started off in news and that really pushed me to become a better storyteller uh they, they've always told me if you can do news you can do sports uh and, and i really agree with that now after doing news for the last almost 10 months and today makes, I believe, a month since you took over the sports anchor job on the weekend, and now you're doing full time sports, which is what you want to do to all along. Uh, do, you know, do you miss the news a little bit? Are you are you finally in a place where you just love covering sports every day? Yeah, it's really, I've really enjoyed the transition. It's a little different being in a smaller market than if I was in maybe say Chicago. Just the news changes a lot it's very different uh so i'm happy to now be in the sports community where i get to you know i got to go to the bears packers game uh and really kind of fulfill my dream of covering all these professional sports teams uh, i was really hoping to be able to cover the milwaukee bucks possibly making the finals and i don't know with everything on hold i still hope that gets to happen but uh also it especially at this level, it's all about high school sports. And uh, I, I kind of entered the job at a crazy time 
with state sports. You know, we had state gymnastics, uh, wrestling, uh, basketball. It was a crazy, crazy time. And then, boom, the next day, there's absolutely nothing. So I've really had an interesting first month on the job. <laughs> so and before we go into that, talk to me about, I remember when I was in local news, and I mean, look, even if you see the movie or TV show Friday Night Lights, it's not just in Texas. High school football is a huge thing in local communities and huge on, on local sports coverage. So have you just loved doing that in Wisconsin? Because I know where you are, uh, uh, just just like a lot of uh, the local communities in smaller markets, high school football is huge. Yeah, high school football is, I mean, ridiculous. It's a completely own, uh, it's its own market in itself, really. But uh, with my area in the Cooley region, western Wisconsin, right on the Mississippi, uh, high school basketball is really at a different level. I actually just did two separate stories this week. Uh, a, a local athlete was named Miss Basketball, the most outstanding player in the state, and the next day, I did a story on Mr. Basketball, the best male high school basketball player in the state. So uh, the competition in this area is so electric. It's been so fun to cover. And, and to be able to really have fun covering those high school sports, I mean, that that's a really important part of it because I mean, parents are watching the news, looking to see their kids. So it's really important to you know, have some passion and actually show some charisma while talking about high school sports. You know, it just, just reminded me when you said parents, just, just to, just so folks know a, how old I am and how much things have changed. When I did, when I started local news in the first market, which was the Quad Cities, which is about the 85th market on the Iowa Illinois, uh, Illinois border, with Mississippi River, I brought the first tape home and showed my dad tape, a a half inch cassette tape, the old VCRs, which you you know Man. young people they don't even know what that is. You you probably have heard of VCR people, but people younger are sort of like that. You know, it's an anachronism. But my dad popped that tape. You know, first time my dad popped that tape in and watched it, and of course immediately started criticizing sizing me. Um, <laughs> but but just to, just to tell folks how much that's changed, uh, 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 over the summer, uh, or actually it was last winter, I, 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 was, I was at your dad's Univision studios and five o'clock rolled around and we flipped on the television in his office, closed the door and watched you live. Watched the, because now, you know, his your 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 if your internet is hooked up to your television and a smart TV, you can dial in any you know site. And so we're watching the live stream of you doing the news in Wisconsin. It's just sort of astonishing. And we were just we were high fiving each other and having a great time watching you. How cool is that to be able to share what you're doing on social media and live stream with friends and family all over the country? Uh, that, well, first I appreciate you watching. That's great, uh, but. N- it's so different now in terms of social media. That is just such an important and vital part to the newsroom. Uh, every single thing that we do, we have to also put that socially, whether that's on our professional pages, on Facebook and Twitter, or on our actual website. And, it, you know, it's really this, like, intersectionality of, of bringing your viewers from the TV screen also onto the social page. And that is so important nowadays because really uh, those hitting that like button is just as valuable as, as getting those viewer ratings. It's, it's really quite astonishing, but be, to be able to, to share that with, you know, my friends and family in a different state, it, it's kind of cool. People uh, 
are always at, telling me that they're watching my videos and stuff, and and uh, it definitely helps, you know, during this crazy journey to know that you know, there, there are people that appreciate the content I'm putting out there. Yeah, I remember when you got the job, and it's, I think Doug described it as, you know, multimedia journalist. And, you know, what that conjures up immediately is, oh, okay, well, you're going to go, you're going to go shoot it, you're going to edit it, you're going to put it on, you know, you're going to, you're going to put, you're going to, you're going to have to do it all. You basically, it's what we used to call it one man band, but now it's even more so uh, because everything's digital. But really, multimedia is you're put, you know, you're, generating and sharing content uh on all those platforms and you know you're just it's a constant promotion for the station and to try to get more viewers because like it or not and boy have i written a ton about this local news is still about driving ratings for 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 you know eyeballs and ad rates and that's just that's just how it works but but that's the cynical side the other side is and let me ask you about this now that you've been doing news and sports and especially the news part for nine months not not as not as something that's uh, theoretical like when you're in college you and I both worked at college stations but you're doing it in a market and people are are watching it's not a college station it's your new community How, what what's your feel having done it now for a while for the value this the 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 the, the enduring value of local news well i feel like i'm seeing in this time more than ever how important local news is because while people are you know quarantining at home and whatnot we're still going to work and putting on the news and that is so important because if we just had to close down the newsroom i mean people would go crazy i mean that shows just absolute panic and now more than ever it's local news's job to tell its people that it's going to be okay, you know, to ease, to calm, to keep people safe. I'm seeing that firsthand how important that really is. And uh, I've been saying the last few days, you know, any movie or TV show that that you see of some sort of pandemic or the world ending, you you see the news anchor is the last guy and he's like, well, for one (laughs) last time, stay classy or whatever, you know. But, But that's really important and this is really exactly why we're doing all this to to serve our community and and to be there for people in a time of need and you know it's tough especially during this these last few weeks you know putting in way more hours than normal but this is what you signed up for and it's not nearly as bad as healthcare workers right now i mean this we got a job to do and and it is becoming apparent just how important local news really is. It's a great answer. And, you know, when I think back on both being in newsrooms and in political campaigns, the, the, the thing that those two have in common in my experience and the fun part of it is that, look, you're in a, when you're a journalist, you're a public voice of any kind, you, you get a, you can get, you're going to get criticism. The question is how much. And in a political campaign, you make mistakes. They're public. And the stakes are high and everybody gets to see it. But the the good part of that is, is that inside, inside the entity with the team you're working with, it kind of bonds you together pretty quick. It's like this instant fraternity. Do you, are you getting that feeling in local news early on, but also especially in the middle of this crisis? Are you guys talking about that? Is there a palpable feel in the newsroom that, hey, this is a, we are critical to succeeding and helping each other and helping everybody else. It's on us. Yeah, absolutely. This is, this has been such a bonding experience. And I, you know, you've 
you've been in, uh, you started at a smallish market yourself. I mean, to be, nobody else really knows in the world what you're going through, except the people that you're with in that newsroom. And it absolutely bonds you. It's, it's really a unique experience. And, you know, being at, starting out at a smaller market, this is my opportunity to make my mistakes and learn from it. And that's just such a part of the job, you know, the little flubs on camera or whatever. And thank, thank God for all the viewers for in this area for understanding as we grow. But I, I'll, there are a lot of really young uh, journalists that I'm working with. You know, we're all in the ages of, I'm kind of on the younger side, but 22 to 27, 28. And then you got the anchors who've been here for a long time. But yeah, there is absolutely that bond. And then especially now, we've been talking about so many different things. And, and I know that in Chicago, there are talks about, okay, well, in a couple of weeks, we might have to combine all of our news stations into one. So you might see in a few weeks, yeah. WGN and ABC working together for one newscast. It might get to that. Those are possibilities that I'm sure are being thrown out there. And so now in this time, it doesn't matter what station you're working for. If you're in that town, you guys all have the same job of to serve and protect and help your community. It's it's interesting. I haven't heard that yet. And that's something actually I think it would be fascinating and quite wonderful to see because there's for you know, there's a packed journalism that goes on in journalism in general, but in television news and again, this is the, the critical part of me, and I got really frustrated when I was a reporter, is because as much good as we did, you're, there's, there's a lot of sensationalism you're chasing. And once one station chases it, they all got to chase it. Otherwise, they, that's packed journalism. They're worried they're going to miss out on it. So to see stations, if they had to come together in common union uh, in this cause, I think it would be a great thing, even 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 if briefly, you know, because then that's sort of almost a new a new live fraternity of it going on. Uh, let me switch gears for a second and just talk about writing because I, I want to promote my friend Declan for a second and then ask you about the craft of it. You know, a lot of people I don't think realize when they're watching television news, um, and maybe because, you know, a good deal of it is live shots, but when you're a reporter every day, general assignment or otherwise, you're going out and collecting information, but you're also collecting video and narrative. And then you've got a very short period of time, usually, if it's general assignment, to come back and piece it together, write it and edit it, and try as best you can in a creative fashion to match the words and pictures. And you are really good at it at a very young, I mean, at the very inception of your career. T- talk talk about that a bit, about the challenge of writing and growing and, and feeling it, because you and I have talked about it. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, ever since I was in high school and expressed interest in journalism, and, and I, I always wanted to be on camera or play-by-play uh, play the game, but every step along the way, somebody has said that the most important skill to have is writing. And when I was young and I just wanted to be on camera, I was like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. (laughs) But my, oh, my, that is 100% the most important part of it is the writing. And that's something that I try to take the most pride in. And as a multimedia journalist, I mean, the one-man band, you are out doing everything. You're getting your video, you're bringing it back, and you're, you're putting, you're really piecing this entire story together by yourself. And just as you said, some of the times you don't have more than, you know, an hour, hour and a half to do. So 
I've definitely lost a few hairs uh, because of that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the writing process is an interesting one. There's so much, you know, I've learned in school and then through this job of the right way to do it. And I think that there really is no right way to do it. You got to find your style. And I mean, I'm so young, I'm still finding my style, but it, you know, it's sticking to who you are as a writer and, and writing to the video that the viewer is seeing. And, and the thing that I really try to do the most is whether it's writing little puns in my stories or little things that I hope not every viewer gets when they hear me say it. That, that almost gives me a little more pleasure if there's maybe just a couple people at home that are, oh, I see what he did there. But that that's kind of what I try to go for if I have the time, especially. Yeah, no, no, that's great. It's counterintuitive in a way, right? You're supposed to be writing for the masses, but you put something clever in there that only some folks will pick up. I remember a sports highlight you did, and I think I called you afterwards. I can't get the wording exactly, but it was a play on words about a team coming back, and you said something along the lines, the comeback starts right here, but but you it was alliterative, and it was just great. Um, so now, are you allowed to even... Am I allowed to even help you promote and talk about this this still news story that was left over from your days doing news every day that the, the the artist or should we should we leave that for people to find you? No, you know what? I'll I'll tease it a little. How there you go. That? Yeah, that's what I'm looking uh, for. So when I I was still in college and I, I took a day off from school and I drove to lacrosse for my interview. Uh, it was an all day thing. They put me up in a hotel and I. Uh, after the long day of the interview, they offered me the job. So, you know, here I was going to this hotel for the night. I had to stop at a local uh, watering hole and, and have a celebratory drink by myself. So I'm at the bar, and the guy, two bar stools next to me, is drawing these unbelievable drawings on cocktail napkins. I was like, what, what the heck is this? So I started <laughs> talking to him, and I instantly thought, oh, my God, this has to be my first story like th this is such a cool story this this local guy kind of this legend people know him but people don't and he, here he is drawing on cocktail napkins and i can't tell you how cool these things really are but it, you know months gone by he wasn't able to do a story now he was well i'm currently putting the piece together right now and it is going to be probably the most the I'll be the most proud of it out of anything I've done in my short time. But uh, th this guy was incredible. Uh, everybody at the bars always are asking him for his drawings. He doesn't sell them. He's all about conversating with people and, or conversing with people. And uh, it's just, it's going to be a very cool story. I, I've seen the, uh, I've seen the drawings, the artwork of this, of this uh, gentleman, Declan, Declan shared them with me and it, they're really, really cool. Um, and I, I felt the same way about feature stories. So, you know, in the morning assignment meetings, there was some feature, you know, that, and I would just, they might, I think my colleagues, my friends used to make fun of me in the newsroom because I'd jump out of my chair and I'm like, I'm all over that because it just, I knew that it was going to give me the opportunity to be extra creative and work with the photographer and getting the right shots and, and writing to the video and all of that. Um, and so I'm going to, uh, we'll put up the, uh, uh, when we post this, the WXOW so people can follow you and, uh, check out your social media. It's going to be a really cool story. And, and I also already have seen the stand up in it that Declan's done so creative, so cool. Um, all right. Last question, my friend, 
a lot of a lot of my friends uh, when we graduated college, and generally this is the case, I think. Um, or, or, or let me rephrase that. A lot of folks I grew up with after college, they came back to Chicago. And that happens in a lot of cities, right? Home, Your home is your home, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And I came back to Chicago for a few years right after college before I uh, moved out and went into local news. But when I did, when I did leave the nest, not for college, but to go to some town where you know no one, where your first weekend, whether it's a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Saturday, Sunday in local news, you got to fill 48 hours and you're on your own. And, you know, it was it was the best experience that I think I've ever had, especially as a young person, in, in terms of growth. What's it like now you're almost in lacrosse a year, and you talked about, you know, that night where you had that celebratory drink on your own. Well, when you first get there, you make a few new friends, but... Uh, in the newsroom, but it's still you're on your own for a while. What's this experience been like the last year living in La Crosse, Wisconsin? Uh, I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. Talk about growth. I mean, I, I'm living on my own. I, I I graduated in May, and two weeks later, I, I was living here, working in my career in in La Crosse, Wisconsin, in an area where I I knew nobody, and it, it's a little daunting for sure. And uh, it, you know, especially now Fridays, those are my Mondays. My, my off days in the week are, <laughs> are Wednesdays, Thursdays. So it, it's, and the tough thing is, is with your friends in the newsroom, well, we all have different weekends. So it's kind of hard, uh, you know, during my weekends, that's when I do laundry and go grocery shopping, but, uh, really more than anything, it's, I've learned a lot about myself and, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of friends in the Chicago area right now, but and that's why a lot of people really don't last maybe that long in this business because you sacrifice a lot socially. And so it's really important to have a good circle where you are, no matter how big or small, to be able to get through that and push through that and think about your goals and, and not let the social distancing no pun intended, uh, to, to, to really, uh, to, to really affect you. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's been awesome. I, I've, because of that, I've gotten so close with people in the newsroom and have made really, really important, meaningful relationships. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it is. It, 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 you know what? My my best friends were in those newsrooms, and so were my girlfriend in Iowa and in California that we met in the newsroom. We were reporters, and it's and and by the way, the great thing is that and I was in the news, local news, in those markets for at CBS and NBC for seven years, a long, long time ago. And those friends of mine are spread around the country, and we keep in touch, whether it's. Um, monthly or sometimes depending on the relationship once a year or whatever and social media makes it easier you grow this friendship network that spreads across the country and it's a wonderful thing um and and that's that's going to happen for you too no matter how long you're in local news you know the last thing i'll say postscript to this declan um you know that 25 years ago I did a documentary in California while at a local in a local newsroom. And your father, as you know, was the I had him, this amazing DJ voice, Doug Levy. And it was just fun to have him be the announcer on the front of it, this hour documentary that I did. And the irony is that I was the the whole project was basically 
being critical of the way local news, my profession at the time, covered criminal justice, crime. Um, mm-hmm. And I quit two weeks later after the after the documentary. I just had my fill of it. Um, and, and obviously, you know, had just done this huge constructive but a rip job of the way local news covers crime. And although some of that hasn't changed, the flip side of that is that I really still believe that journalism in general, but local news in particular, is really important, especially when it's done well. And there are a ton of people, and especially young people in those markets, because that's the way this business works, that take it seriously and want to do their best and understand it's a public service. And you are one of those. And I am just so proud of the work you're doing. I can't put it into words. So um, congratulations on, on your early success. Thanks for coming on and doing this and, uh, and continued success. It's been an absolute pleasure and an honor to be on here, really. Thank you very much. My pleasure. My pleasure, Declan. Declan Levy, WXOW, the ABC affiliate in La Crosse, Wisconsin. When you're, when you're checking out this post of this podcast, we'll put the information up. Um, I said a, a couple months ago after watching one of his stories, I said, to, uh, I said to Doug, I said, you know what? He's got it. It's just a matter of how long he'll stay in that business. That's what will determine his success. Some people have it. Some people don't. He's got it, and he wants to keep getting better. Thanks again, Dak. Have a great day off, and uh, we'll see each other in Chicago real soon. Thanks, Goldie. Take care. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you all soon on The Golden Mean. Golden Mean.